Hello and welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. Hopefully you have been able to dig yourself out of the snow we have gotten across RPAC country. We have another great episode. We will go through the featured matchups we covered from last week. Three nights of hoops is what we partook in last week. We also will visit with Mike Ford, head coach of the Alma Boys basketball team. The Cardinals have been tearing it up on the court so far in the 2023-2024 season. As always, visit rpacrundown.com for anything RPAC-related like our weekly blogs. We'll take a break and then be right back. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. A love for clothes with all the comfort for every day mixed with a little fun. Shop Onyx Native at shoponyxnative.com. Last Tuesday, Arapahoe hosted Maxwell. Our girls' matchup, it was a close one, 33-30. It was Maxwell who got the victory. The teams fought for the entirety of the game, trading the lead back and forth late in the contest. Arapahoe was led by Sage Larson and Berkeley Warner with 10 points each. Emma Strand grabbed nine rebounds in the game. The Wildcats were paced by Kristen Cheek with 19 points. In the boys' game, it looked like Arapaho was going to run away with it, but Maxwell fought back several times. The Warriors prevailed, though, as they won 62-46. Maxwell was led by Cole Huffman with 22 points, and Levi Huffman had 12. Arapaho was led by Cade Fisher with 18 points and 9 rebounds, along with 6 steals, and Will Casey had 12 points and 9 rebounds. Coverage of this RPAC Rundown featured matchup was brought to you by Aurora Cooperative, Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness, Warner Beef Genetics, MNB Realty, Dr. Jesse Neal Dental Care, and First Central Bank. We'll take a break and then visit about our featured matchups between Bertrand and Southern Valley. JBK Operating LLC is available for all of your oil field hot oiling, steaming, and well pumping needs. Contact J Webb at 308 340 0741 and see how JBK Operating LLC in Cambridge can help you. Good luck to the area athletes from JBK Operating LLC. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Cross Diamond Cattle Company, located in Bertrand, is dedicated to raising top quality red Angus genetics and providing great customer service. Cross Diamond Cattle Company would like to wish area athletes the best of luck. Last Thursday, Southern Valley hosted Bertrand for a girls' and boys' doubleheader. In the girls' game, Southern Valley was the favorite as the number three rated Eagles have taken care of business all season, and lately they have been playing at a really high level. Bertrand couldn't keep up, falling 54-12. Ann Bowes led Southern Valley with 28 points. Shelby Shaney led Bertrand with six. 
In the boys' matchup, it was a very, very physical game with good action throughout. The Vikings prevailed over the Eagles, though, 49-38. Thunder Nelson led Bertrand with 15 points, and Isaac Hamilton had 16 to lead Southern Valley. This RPAC Rundown featured matchup was brought to you by First Central Bank, Dr. Jesse Neal Dental Care, J&J Faithscapes, C+, Aurora Cooperative, and 2P Turf. We'll take another break and then check out our final featured matchup from last week, Maywood Hay Center versus Paxton. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. Coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C-Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. On Friday, Maywood Hayes Center played host to Paxton in Hayes Center. In the girls' game, it was a fight until the very end, and MHC nabbed the victory 40-37. It was an excellent game, and both teams played incredibly hard. The Tigers were led by Natalie Jorgensen with 12 points, and Jason Jorgensen had 10 in the game. For the Wolves, Kesley Cox led the way with 12 points, and Ellie Bros pitched in 11. In the boys' game, it was close for the first two quarters, but MHC created some separation in one big 55 to 30. Paxton was led by Josh Akins with 14 points. The Wolves were led by Jeremiah Ingesen's 20 points and Hayden Farr had 10. This RPAC rundown featured matchup was brought to you by Cox Grower Solutions Channel Seed, Stingle Taxidermy, Goodberry Farms, and Harden Insurance Agency. We'll take a break and then it's time to chat with Mike Ford, head coach of the Alma Boys basketball team. You're listening to the RPAC rundown podcast. Arapaho Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated, here to serve Arapaho and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. Gym memberships are available, $15 for individuals, $20 for families. At Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things that you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out the website, scoutsrecreation.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Mike Ford, head coach of the Alma Cardinal Boys basketball team. They're 11-1 and on the season, playing really well so far in the 2023-2024 season. Mike, your team has been back a couple of weeks after the holiday break. When you get back from a break like that where you have about a week off from practices, games, whatever it might be, what are some things you addressed after that many days off? Oh, just, you know, you, you want to get the kids back in the in the gym and um, just get back to doing really, really simple things well. Um, you know, we've had holiday tournaments in the past, and we didn't this year, but um, you can get back and your fingertips aren't quite right, not handling the ball like you were, not catching the ball, maybe not shooting the ball like you were. So um, just getting back in the gym, reminding their feet what they need to be doing and, and what we're doing on offensive sets and stuff like that. So um, it, uh, it's always a process of, uh, doing that and, and getting things back where they need to be. But, um, 
no, it's, it's just kind of trying to find, uh, trying to find that rhythm again that you had before break. Now let's talk about Tuesday night's game. Many have Amherst as the number one team in class C2. You guys dropped that matchup 59 to 38, but, but that doesn't indicate how close of a game it, it really felt like there was about a four minute stretch. We were just talking in that third quarter that gave the Broncos a bigger lead overall. What was your assessment of how your team played? You know, the talking to the kids after the game, um, it, it was hard to focus on the things that that we did well and things that I was really really happy with. Um, this is a this is a game in which if you don't do things well, um, they route you and they route you by fifty points. And so, um, you know, when when we we took a four point lead going into the second quarter, um, there was about a two minute uh, two and a half minute spell there where just our decision-making and transition, we, we wanted to score quick. Um, but with a team like that, you, you have to limit their possessions because they are going to score. And if you can um, somehow stay with them for a period of time, um, then you just need to continue to limit their possessions because uh, Hadwiger is going to get what he's going to get eventually, and so will Adelong. And they, they have a whole cast of kids that can do stuff for them. But um, between those two 53 points, that's, that's really, really tough. And uh, chiseled it back down to to four after being down nine at half, um, and then again another two or three minute stretch where um, just missed assignments and uh, didn't quite rotate on the help defense with Hadwiger. He he kind of had his way with us in the in the second half. We did an okay job on him in the first half, but um, you take away those you take away those minutes. Uh, we did a great job of of playing good assignment basketball. Um, we didn't particularly shoot the ball well, but um, I, I thought there was there was certainly a lot more positives than there were negatives um, going against some some really old, strong, high IQ, very athletic kids um, with our with our young group. So uh, certainly things to build on. Um, I told the kids all the all the season long that um, regardless of a win or loss, we want to come away with it with a, a nice list of things to work on, um, and then some things that we did okay that we can still build on and get better at. Now, across the conference, your team has kind of been the talk undefeated prior to that game, Mike. And I guess that, you know, you mentioned some of the things that you felt like you did well. But with your young group, you know, four sophomores starting, one senior, what did you feel like you and your young team learned about themselves in that loss? Well, that that uh, winning basketball isn't isn't really difficult. It's just really disciplined basketball. And so um uh, we knew that that Amherst wasn't going to come out and and uh, um, take a bunch of uh, chances. Um, they're not as deep as they were last year, um, so they were going to allow us to to kind of dictate the the tempo on our our offensive side. And it was just when we sped ourselves up that um, we got ourselves in in bad positions to throw you know, passes that got tipped and and everything else. But but just the fact that um, teaching these young guys how to win and how to play situational basketball all the time. Um, there's, there's, there's teams that you can, you can have four or five, six minute lapses on. There's, there's some teams you can have a, a whole half where you don't play well. Um, Amherst is not one of them. And they certainly did make us pay when, uh, when we didn't have a hand up on the three point or we didn't uh, go over the screen and, and really help out and do all the, the little things. It's there, there's a lot of things that we were asking our kids to do. Um, they did a number of them. Well, um, but, uh, when, when you're talking all state caliber, um, kids with a great supporting cast that, that Rippon has up there at Amherst, um, they're going to get you. So, um, it, uh, it was 
good things that we take away, but we certainly have a list of things that uh, we're going to continue to work on so that when we see um, similar sets from other teams, um, we're more prepared. Now you have Hitchcock County on Friday. You're on the road. How would you like to see your team respond? And what are some things you know you're going to address heading into that game, Coach? It, the, the, the list of, of what we're asking these kids to do from game one with Bertrand all the way through last night, um, I, I feel like a broken record with what I, with what I drop on the board um, out of them defensively um, and offensively. Obviously, we can't dictate uh, what type of defense that we see from night to night, but we can certainly dictate uh, the level of execution we're trying to operate at. And uh, um, what we're trying to do defensively um, hasn't changed. We want to make sure that we're um, – just being really, really sound, finding guys uh, to block out, um, making great decisions in our in our transition, and and then when we don't have anything easy in transition, find something that uh, all five of us can be on the same page and and execute. Because I I think when we when we do a, a good job executing, I think everybody takes ownership regardless of of where the points end up going. But um, it uh, just continuing to do the things that that we're asking them to do defensively with the hustle and the intention. Um, and then offensively executing. Many thanks to Mike Ford for joining us on this week's episode of The Pod. We will be at their game on Friday when they go to Hitchcock County. We'll take a break, and then it's time to announce the Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best people willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back. It's time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Another tough week to choose athletes. We have a pair of wrestlers, though, with the Athlete of the Week honors. Our female Athlete of the Week goes to Ashlyn Latimer of Southwest in 170 pounds. She placed first over Hayden Marks of Bridgeport by fall in 131 at the Sydney Invite. Our male athlete of the week goes to a repeat winner, Cambridge's Micah Gerlock in 120 pounds. He defeated the number one and number two rated wrestlers in Class D in back-to-back matches to place first in his weight class. He defeated number two True Atkins of SEM by fall in 458 in the semifinals, and then he defeated number one Braxton Hammond of Southern Valley by a 7-4 decision in the championship match at the Amherst Invite. Once again, our Athletes of the Week are brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. That'll do it for this episode. As always, go to rpacrundown.com and follow us on social media for all of your RPAC needs. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Evan Jones.